0: PILLARS OF PROGRESS PRESENTS PROBLEMS Webster's defines problems three different ways. One, a question raised for inquiry, consideration, or solution. Two, an intricate, unsettled question. Or three, a source of perplexity, distress, or vexation. What do you think about problems? Do you like them? How do you react when your spouse or friend tells you, I have a problem? The co-worker says, you have a problem. The boss says, we have a problem. Or the client says, you are the problem. First, where did problems originate? Genesis 3, 6-7 When the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eye, and also desirable for gaining wisdom, she took some of it and ate it. She also gave some to her husband, who was with her, and he ate it. So problems have existed pretty much since the creation of man. There are three areas of problems that we will discuss. One, enterprise. Two, occupational. And three, personal. Enterprise problems. All organizations exist to solve problems. Businesses, nonprofits, even governments. They were all created to solve a problem or set of problems. Businesses typically provide products and services to their clients that solve their problems in exchange for money. Nonprofits try to help or serve people that are in need in some way. Governments protect and serve their citizens. If the organization is not solving problems for their clients, then they will not be successful and probably won't exist for very long. In many cases, An organization begins to serve itself rather than the client, and that is the proverbial handwriting on the wall. Think of corrupt governments in this case. Problems change over time. What do you think happened to typewriters or videotape, film cameras, or physical media? They all solved problems that still exist today, but have been obsoleted by new solutions. And the new solutions create new problems that must be solved. Problems may be created by businesses where no problems existed. New versions with new features and functionality are created. It leads you to think, I don't have the latest, so now I have a problem. Problems may be marketed self actualization, esteem, love, safety, psychological. We are made to believe that we have problems that don't really exist. I don't look like them. I don't have what they have. My life doesn't look like theirs. I'm not happy like him. We are led to believe that the problem is unique. The truth is that there are no new problems. And by the way, fear sells better than anything. Envy is a close second and pride is third. Which brings us to the truth that Problems are sales opportunities. If your client does not have any problems, then you have nothing to sell them. Likewise, if a client has a problem with your problem-solving offering, and you do not have something to sell them to solve this problem, then you have a problem. Here are some examples. My cheeseburger isn't filling by a double. The new software made my device slow. Buy the new model. I can't buy this. It won't buy this. I feel take this. The thing you sold me doesn't do this. Buy this feature or accessory. The thing you sold me is too small. Buy the bigger one. The thing you sold me is too big, buy the smaller one. The first McDonald's had on the menu hamburger, cheeseburger, fries, five different drinks and shake. Today, McDonald's has one hundred and forty five items on their menu. In 1975, the average supermarket had 8,948 items. Today, it's over 50,000. Walmart has 142,000 items in the average store. Amazon.com has 480 million items for sale, and they add 485,000 every day. Every single one of these items is meant to solve a problem and these are just products, 80% of the businesses in the world are service businesses out trying to solve problems for their clients. At the organizational level, problems must be enthusiastically embraced since they are the only reason that the organization exists. The success of an organization can be measured by the size, the scope, and the frequency of the problems that are solved. Let's talk about occupational problems. Organizations hire people to solve their problems. Need to pay bills? Accounts payable. Need to receive monies? Accounts receivable. Need to sell? Hire salespeople. Need to manage all these people? Hire managers. If your employment is not a solution to a problem, you had better find one to solve. Remember, only the U.S. Mint makes money. The rest of us earn it. If you want to earn more money, you must find and solve more problems. When a new problem is revealed, jump on it. Don't run from it. Be the first to say, I will. Your value to the organization dramatically increases the more times you claim and solve problems. Hiring people itself causes problems. Proverbs six sixteen through 17 There are six things the Lord hates, seven that are detestable to Him. Haughty eyes. That's the first one in the list. The fundamental problem in any organization is pride, individual or collective. Proud, arrogant, haughty, lordy, overbearing, disdainful, mean, showing scorn for inferiors, lofty. This all results in blame, lies, deceit, idea suppression, it becomes better to keep your mouth shut than speak up. Matthew twenty three twelve. For those that exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. No one wants to help a proud or boastful person. Think about it. Be humble, and you'll find that people go out of their way to help you. The most important factor in the success of an organization is whom they hire. A players hire A players. B players hire B and C. C players hire losers. Today's companies hire skills instead of people. They're trying to fill a position that requires some certain knowledge, experience, skill, or trait. They want to hire someone to fill the position and hit the ground running, as the saying goes, with minimal or no training or investment. And they inevitably hire B and C players. In fact, Most companies are filled with B and C players with a small core group of A players somewhere. So what is an A player? An A player is smart, self-energizing, a problem-seeker and solver, self-teaching, responsible, willing to hire someone better than themselves, they enjoy working with people smarter than themselves, and they're humble. They earn their respect through their works. So I ask you, who are you? Ask yourself objectively, who am I? Who do I want to be? And be honest with yourself. All A players have jobs. So how are you going to get them? A players spend their time with A players. So hire their circle. Don't worry about skills. A players can learn to do anything. Just train them. Hire young talent and invest in the long term. Who are you mentoring? Who are you investing your time and energy into? Let's talk about responsibility. Admiral Rickover, the longest serving officer in the U.S. Armed Forces ever, 68 years. Described by President Jimmy Carter as the greatest engineer who has ever lived. Here's an important quote from Rickover. Responsibility is a unique concept. You may share it with others. But your portion is not diminished. You may delegate it, but it is still with you. If responsibility is rightfully yours, no evasion or ignorance or passing the blame can shift the burden to someone else. Unless you can point your finger at the man who is responsible when something goes wrong, then you have never had anyone really responsible. Remember this. Teams are great, but someone still has to carry the ultimate responsibility. And as an employee, be responsible and claim responsibility where you see a void. Your value will grow. A quote from Donald Rumsfeld. There are known knowns. There are things we know that we know. There are known unknowns. That is to say, there are things that we know we don't know. But there are also unknown unknowns. There are things we don't know we don't know. Use your creativity to think about the unknown unknowns. This is where your personal value to the organization is greatest. Where are the traps? Where is the reward? In summary, be honest and humble. Work hard, take responsibility for your problems, and take responsibility for any problem that you discover. Be a problem solver. Embrace problems. Do it consistently and your value, position, and income will rise. Now let's talk about personal problems. We live in a blame culture. It is individualistic, and it's grossly selfish. People say, don't judge me, don't upset me. You do your thing, and I'll do mine. But we are called to be set apart from the world. So eliminate the victim mentality in yourself. Here are some examples that you often hear. My alarm didn't go off. I'm sorry I'm late. What? Did you set it? Yes, but I lost power. Then get one with a battery. My car broke down. What maintenance did it require that you did not do? The dog ate my homework. Why was your homework left where the dog could get it? This is my favorite. It broke. Would it have broken if some external force had not acted upon it? then it did not break. Not my fault. Sometimes you have to dig really deep to find your fault. When you find it and learn from it, hopefully you won't do it again. From the famous French philosopher Descartes, Every problem that I solved became a rule, which serves afterwards to solve other problems. Don't blame others for your problems. Genesis 3.12 The man said, The woman you put here with me, she gave me some fruit from the tree, and I ate it. There were four Adam could have blamed. The serpent, which is Satan, God, Eve, or himself. He chose to blame God and Eve. It's your fault and hers. He should have blamed himself. Or taken responsibility. Take responsibility for your problems, deal with them, learn from them, and move on. We live in a fallen world full of sin and problems. There will not be a day in your life on this earth where there will not be problems. But just remember, there are no new problems, just old problems with new paint. They can all be solved. Embrace your personal problems. Take ownership and solve them. Don't live them, and don't ever let your problems become your identity. Thank you for listening. Visit PillarsOfProgress.com to learn more.